This is a recording of the Ideas for Freedom session on 2019 on the Green New Deal with Luke Neal, a sport of workers' liberty, and Abel Harvey Clark of UKSCN, a youth climate strike. Every year at these events, there's, there's something about climate change. So that's, that's I mean, like, I think that's necessary, but like, this, this is maybe the biggest one. Like just over the last few years, I, I think that that's good. It reflects something like something that's changed in the last year. I don't know if others would, would agree, and maybe it's something we could discuss. It has gone really like the there's been there has been a, an explosion of activity around climate change. I think um, in the last year, and that's really important. And like uh, uh, it's important to say that also it's, it's it's not too late for this to happen. Like it's quite late. Like <laughs> it's quite late that we were doing this ten we were doing this ten years ago that like that there was that there was a big flurry of activity in the mid two thousands culminating in the deal at Copenhagen which was very very disappointing for a lot of people and then that that, that demobilized the movement and then things have have continued in, in other forms and maybe some of those activists in the UK went went, went elsewhere um, and now. There's a new generation of people who've taken it up, and I think that's really, really inspiring. I've I've been in Berlin the last year or so, uh, and the the movement there's quite different. And maybe there's something we can discuss, like about how the Germans are a bit ahead of where we're at the, in the UK in terms of in terms of uh, how thing, how well organised things are. But actually, there's there's very very promising signs that, um, especially with the mm. The strikes in schools that 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 things that things are quite dynamic and think things are things could move very quickly, um, and the reason that we're doing this session about the Green New Deal uh, is isn't isn't something which is separate from that. It's it, it's something which I think is on the minds and um, and, it, and it is has an important role to play in how students and how uh, the labour movement can can relate to the, the question around climate change. I think uh, what I want to talk about now is like how it's uh, how the Green New Deal as an as an idea as a proposal is uh, is limited, but actually is is is, is a useful thing for us to think about. Um, so yeah, um, the Green New Deal is something that came out of uh, out of the US. Uh, people might know uh, Alexandra uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez. She's a, um, a prominent uh, Democratic representative in, in for New York. Um, she's part of Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. Maybe I'm saying that. Alexandra Carter. Yeah. So uh, she's a she's a member of the, the Democratic Socialists of America in um, in New York, and she's kind of one of the one of the people pushing pushing this idea of the Green New Deal, um, which is basically uh, inspired by or modelled on the, the 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 New Deal of of, of Roosevelt in the thirties, which is uh, a response to the, the the Wall Street crash and the, the Great Depression in the U- in the US. And I think the there's there's obvious problems with how you might associate this kind of like state spending or Keynesian approach and people equate that with a socialist response and there's there's something to that, that we need to be quite critical of there but um, we'd also say that like the 
the re the reason that, for instance, that the re the reason that the, the the U.S. economy revived in the 30s wasn't because of the New Deal. It was also because of a large turn towards uh, military spending, and like we we should we should also like think about the the limitations and the problems with the the, the, the Green New Deal proposal in 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 that it it's closely it's closely con connected to the traditions of like democratic democratic party capitalism in, in, in the US and there's there's a problem with that and it's not our politics there's a problem with the Green New Deal in it that it, it, it says the way out of the crisis is is the state is the capitalist state and I think there's 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 something important uh, which um, we've written about in solidarity um, um, and uh, there's, there's been articles in there on, on this which have talked about the, the the important reason for the that we should that we should support however critically we should support a green new deal is because it buys us time that this the, for me this is the crucial argument the 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 state isn't hasn't been willing to to, to sort this out because because it's divided because uh, basically the the, the the huge sunk investments in fossil fuel infrastructures have mean that you haven't seen uh, uh, an appropriate, uh, sizable response as yet from from the capitalist class because many of them have investments in in, in fossil fuels. The oil industry is is, is, is worth trillion, trillions of dollars. These this they're not about to to stop investing in, to stop investing in that and lose lose all that money. And this is what it comes down to. Uh, but at the same time as that. Uh, people who've been to these sort these sorts of sessions in previous years would have heard that we've, we've been discussing about what's going on in terms of the, the political economy around uh, renewable technology and energy, and the the, the, the basic trend there is that uh, renewables are, are, are cheapening quite a lot, and that they're, they're being taken up. But um, uh, so, for instance, in 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 China, the, 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 this is the, the the biggest market, the biggest producers for for solar panels, uh, which is which are, which have cheapened an incredible amount. It's, it's the same with wind. With hydro, it's slightly different because it requires a, a lot of a lot of investment to make a project happen. Uh, it's tidal power or hydro power, but in but in terms of um, sound, in in terms of the, the the cheapening process, you can see in solar and wind. Uh, this is this is happening quite dramatically, but um, at a rate where it's it's making up for the the the, uh, the gap in the market, which 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 needs to be filled because of general uh, economic growth across across the, the planet. So new capacity is filled by by, by, by solar energy and then uh, and, and wind energy, and then at the same time you still have a pretty much constant level of of, of investment. Uh, globally, in in terms of uh, coal and uh, gas and uh, oil infrastructures, um, there's also very little changes uh, taking place in terms of transportation. This is about a third of how, uh, a third of how much uh, emissions are being produced. So the the, the basic picture is that th things could be turned around um, in terms of like. You might we, we might be seeing the, the emergence of, of, over the next few decades of like a green capitalism, um, but it's been done on strictly on on those terms. It isn't it, it, it isn't uh, something that's been 
forced or, 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 or won by the left or by the working class or by the labour movement. It's, it's, it's something which is struck as a, a compromise between the capitalists to avert the very worst of, of the crisis, but actually to, 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 to keep the fundamentals of, of, of how capitalism functions and how capitalism moves to keep that going. Um, and the Green New Deal should probably be understood in that context. It's, a, it's, it's, it's one of the strategies which the more progressive capitalists, the more progressive elements of, for instance, uh, US society um, in terms of the Demo Democratic Party might turn to as, as, as a strategy because it, there's, there's an increasing awareness that the, 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 the climate change is, is happening and it, it's, it's happening now. And there's an, there's an increasing social movement, which the, the, the climate strikers in, in the room are part of, uh, which the, the, the climate camps are part of, and which we need to fight for the trade unions to be a central part of, um, which, which is pressurising uh, the, the, the capitalist class to, to, to do something about it. And the, the, mo the more savvy capitalists, the, the, the more savvy elements of, of democratic society are responding to that. One of the responses to that is the Green New Deal. All that said, I do think that the the, uh, the socialists, that the left, the labour movement sh should should see it as an opportunity, an opportunity to to, to, to gather political will around climate change, um, to, to to restate the urgency of what's going on, and to, to shift the discussion in 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 a, in a in a positive way. If that's all that the the, the Green New Deal proposal can do for now. I actually think that th those things w would be like, uh, like uh, would be positive. It would actually be a huge achievement for, for, for us to build uh, wide support for a radical state interventionist approach on climate change. For us to win over any of those demands buys us time. It it it, it offers the opportunity to to, to really. Um, uh, make a difference in terms of what's going on in terms of the the, the ecological composition of, of, of the planet. What what's what, what's going on is uh, the potentially on, on, uh, increasingly in, in, uh, the the move toward, to, towards the uh, overcoming of several tip, tipping points in, in in the ecosystem and. Once, once those points are crossed, that's not something that you can simply reverse by by more uh, by, by, by planting more rainforests or through carbon capture schemes. But once we cross those boundaries, then that's that's going to be in, uh, that that's going to be irreversible. So actually, even if it, 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 even if this is much short of, of socialism, it's, it, it's short of something which we which we'd see as our program. Um, it. it it's important not, not to cross those boundaries. And I, one of the difficulties is, 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 is for us to recognise that without slipping into, slipping into reformism. And I think this, this, this has been a, a real problem on, on, on the wider left to, uh, to, under, to, to understand how to counter climate change, how to deal with the, the, the very worst of the ecological crisis without us slipping into a, 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 a reformist approach which uh, which 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 has lower horizons I think the, the cheers, yeah I think that the, the way that we do that is is it, it, it do, doing the work that we have been doing for instance by connecting this the, this program with the 
the, the, the politics of the labour movement, inserting ra radical uh, e ecological demands into the programme of the labour movement. We've been, we've been able to do this in the Fire Brigades Union, which has uh, passed a motion for a socialist Green New Deal. And I think um, that's, a, that, 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 that's a positive move and it shows what, what could happen in the wider movement without kidding ourselves about the weakened state of the movement, the, 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 the profoundly anti-democratic character of, 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 of the unions and of trade unionism as such. Um, and uh, but, but, but nevertheless, they, 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 they showed a way forward where we could take it. I think the, the, the Labour leadership has been for all its faults on many of the questions, it's been quite, it's been quite receptive to the idea of, of, of a Green New Deal. Uh, and this, this shows how it could become popularised and how it might become an avenue for, 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 us to, for us to discuss this further. An important caveat for this is that um, the, 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 main, the, the, the main campaign for a Green New Deal um, carries many demands that we were talking about a few years ago. I think that's quite interesting, maybe how, how, how that's taken place. And I think there has been um, some of our work it, is actually a point of reference for the thinking on this, and and, and vice versa. Actually, um, their original proposal um, falls short in uh, on a crucial question, which is that about uh, about the banks and about finance, um, and the, the, the difference between what was passed at the, the, the fire brigade union uh, from the work of uh, our friends and com um, comrades um, is different from the main the mainstream Green New Deal program. In the, uh, it, it adds a, uh, a really important clause about the fact that we, to make this happen, it has to be part of a program of, of wider transformation in the program, which hinges on uh, the, the, the socialisation of, of the financial sector, public control of, of, of the banks, and using that wealth in it, uh, for, for socially useful or necessary things. I think that's different. Um, I'm going to finish in a moment, but. I, but uh, uh, there's, there's something I want to I, I want to raise, which I think is quite is quite difficult, which I'm going to think about, um, which is the, the the question of growth, um, uh, because I'm I, I'm increasingly convinced that um, part of a a, a vision and, and, and a project of, of, of eco socialism, ecological socialism, should should be oriented uh, uh, towards a, 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 an economic model which which uh, is based on degrowth to, 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 at some level. I think this is quite this is quite controversial, and it, t and it goes against the, all of the assumptions um, of the, the Green New Deal and, and, and of con conventional wisdom within the labour movement. And I think this, this, this I'd, I'd like to hear from others what they think about this, um, uh, because I think that's quite important. Um, and the logic of the Green New Deal points in points in a in, in a Keynesian like um, spending and growth and raising demand and and, ex and still expanding the, the the economy as a whole, um, irrespective of of, 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 meeting the, of meeting the needs of, uh, for instance, of, of, of the working class. And I think we we need to we need to find a place within that um, so that. The, the, the politics uh, of, of the Green New Deal on on energy, on on on, uh, and, and, and on, on the questions around climate change are met, but at, at the same time as us finding 
finding avenues within that, and I, and I think this is possible. I think this is this is this is why we should support it, which point towards a, a, a different basis for, for, for how, how society functions. Um, yeah, and I, I, I think that's the, that's, that's the basic key argument for it. Okay, yeah, um, I, I'm able. Um, yeah, so we've been striking with youth strikes and working with UKSCN over the past few months, um, and a big part of that is thinking about the Green New Deal. Um, we have had a strike where we've had tens of thousands of young people on the streets for it, but I think it's still an important question to challenge it and to understand it. And I don't think as youth strikers we definitely accept we're not coming from a position of expertise, but we're forced to approach these questions through the like quite terrifying situation that we're in, through the like constant news, constant reports about the the like really serious impending crisis and that like for it's feels like we're in quite a unique generation that for the first time like our future is really like it is really not there, it's really not certain. Um, and yeah, that's what forces us, that terrifies us into reflection, I think. I think it's yeah, really that understanding of the systems that create it and the systems that perpetuate it is really important understanding for us to create. And if we're gonna any kind of Green New Deal um, that we're calling for, I think it has to come out of an understanding of um, the relationship between fossil fuels and capitalism um, and how yeah, how the problem is gonna arise in the first place. Um, and I think so there's like interesting things about so we talk about carbon emissions and about the how the like delayed impact it has on us. Um, so it's not as simple as when you burn the coal, the impact is there, it's a cumulative um, and sort of push into the future, I guess, impact, um, and but that, which has been going on since the end of the 18th century, but has now reached the point and the tipping points, as Luke mentioned, that um, and that point of really close decision is like upon us, basically. Like 2030 is the date that's used a lot to describe, and like it's obviously like um, margin of error and these kind of scientific dates, but it is the important thing is that it is really, really close. Um, so yes, that pushes us to try to understand the relationship between capitalism and fossil fuels, I think, and understand how, if we're going to have this Green New Deal, how we're going to dismantle those structures, um, and what is, yeah, what can really like distract, what, how we replace them, and how we um, encourage and um, set up structures to replace that. And I think, like one, so one thing on the Green New Deal is, Luke's talked about like the Green New Deal being framed as um, saving capitalism essentially as appreciating that in its current form capitalism is destroying itself like, I really like the kill capitalism before it kills us posters I think are great but um, like, like uh, so, but, yeah I guess for some people Green New Deal is a way to save capitalism in a way to yeah keep the systems of power and the systems of inequality that exist today but to keep them in an environmentally sustainable way um, I think there's a lot of problems with this, <laughs> obviously. And I think, uh, yeah, like it's, it comes to a point where we not only have to fight for a socialist Green New Deal as socialists, but also it becomes a practical point where we think, how can we reasonably get the urgent and like overhauling changes in such a short period of time? And I think it comes to a point where we do need, um, yeah, structural change. It can't the a system based on personal incentive and profit doesn't reward um, a zero carbon economy. So whereas fossil fuels have become so valuable and so structurally crucial for our economy is because 
I think looking at um, how fossil fuels have that immediate impact and the the power that is released by burning coals and how that was used back in the Industrial Revolution um, <coughs> to extract labour and to make profits in steel in mills and um, cotton mills where the burning of fossil fuels allowed increased production and that increases the profits of the capitalist. Whereas um, creating zero emissions doesn't have that tangible um, incentive, it doesn't have that reward. And I think that's like points towards how if we're gonna like people talk about uh, carbon taxes and pricing out um, fossil fuels, but I think it's a real really difficult to work out how that's gonna deliver the really rapid changes when there's no there is the direct incentive isn't there. So I think that's what pushed us towards um, looking at like a socialist um, collective action on the climate crisis and how we're going to tackle it in that way. Um, so yeah, and I think um, so we really have to address the like structural changes. Uh, yeah, Luke brought up about um, banks um, and finance and energy, and I think for a key part of the Green New Deal has to be that it's not just about an environmental bill that goes to Parliament. It's about yeah. like changing. Yeah, structurally changing the economy through yeah pu public ownership of banks, public ownership of energy production and distribution. Um, but I also think like um, I was in a comrades talk yesterday about the left and Labour Party and talking about socialist movement is not just about um, parliamentary politics and about parliamentary bills going through. It's also about creating um, a working class movement that directly takes control. And I think that's really relevant to the Green New Deal as well. Um, Millions of workers um, are engaged and relying on the communities that are built around um, destructive processes, like as they were around the mines, as they still are um, in all sorts of manufacturing, both in this country and across the world. And I think, um, so yeah, so our response in the transition has to be um, focused on these workers, and I think they are the most important people to be working with in the transition of the Green New Deal is those who are currently engaged in um, yeah, destructive polluting industries. Um, so yeah, and I think that has to be really led and I think we have to not just like for all the um, theories and the science around um, like different uh, economic systems and environmentally sustainable systems, it has to be really led and in touch with workers in those industries um, and where the skills are and where the opportunities are um, for transitions to come. Um, so that's why, so for UKSCN, a key part of our campaign is working, trying to work with trade unions. Um, in terms of, um, that's, in terms of our campaigning, that's in terms of like mobilizing people and um, I guess there's a conversation to have, there's a caucus later on about um, taking action in September with trade unions, with youth strikers. I think that's important for us, not only for the power of mobilizing people, but I think that it's really important for trade unions to be part of this Green New Deal campaign now because that is, it's not something that should, I don't think the Green New Deal is something that should be done to workers, it's something that has to be born out of workers themselves and um, be like influenced all the way and designed by the workers in the, in the industries that are most, that are inevitably gonna be changed. Um, and I think it's a few bits of history that we can look at. Um, that are really inspiring is how um, trade unions and organised labour can be part of environmentally sustainable and, I guess, socially useful um, 
initiatives. So I think, like, first of all, looking at the green bans in Australia uh, back in the 1970s, um, where workers refused to work on like environmentally damaging projects, refused to, I think it was construction sites on uh, weapons in Australia, but showing that like, organised labour does have a real political voice and um, engaging that um, both political and ecological consciousness is, um, I think, should be really... Maybe it isn't so connected with organised labour at the minute, especially in this country, but I think really needs to be talked about and these conversations really need to include trade unions because they're really important issues that affect um, and will affect workers, but workers in those industries are also the most vulnerable. Um, I think we already see that in, um, so for example, in Honda, Honda car plant in Swindon, um, Ford car plant in Bridgend, and I think the closing down of diesel car factories is not something, is not, um, I think the problem is not that the diesel car factories are closing down, the problem is that that's being done in a way that's saying, okay, tough 10,000 people are out of a job. Um, so yes, I think, and that's why, so I think these are, like we're already seeing, like already, it's already happening, the problems of a Green New Deal could be, um, yeah, closing down all the diesel car factories. But I think what we really need to reclaim the Green New Deal as, and what we really need to um, fight for and, um, yeah, I guess uh, start the conversations in wide circles is about a Green New Deal that isn't just about cutting carbon emissions, but is really focusing on uh, the structural changes that come with it and like, creating a sustainable economy that is not just saving the planet, but actually promoting social equality, promoting worker ownership, and I guess um, moving towards a socialist society, and that's both in this country and has an international perspective. Um, I think that's important to talk about as well internationally. So um, people talk about, so we talk about we need to get loads of solar panels. Um, I think, and this one that's been brought up a lot, that, um, okay, so the materials of solar panels um, are extracted often from um, places like Tanzania, has a lot of nickel reserves that are really important to solar panels. Um, and I think it's a really, we really can't just, um, like, yeah, throw ourselves into this green revolution of putting solar panels on houses in the UK if that comes at exploiting workers in other parts of the world. I think that's the international perspective is here really important. I think where I think we can look at historically how capitalism and fossil fuel capitalism was built on that international exploitation, how like where like fossil power was first used in the cotton mills, the cotton that was used there was ex um, extracted from India in colonies um, where basically yeah non-white workers were exploited raw materials that in combination with fossil fuels create profits for white capitalists. And I think that's something that we really have to um, keep in mind when we talk about um, green revolution and yeah, so I think solar panels is the example, but I'm sure it applies to a lot of other areas. I think here's like a, but a real opportunity as well um, for the labor movement to, um, I guess, um, extend and like build bridges amongst like international communities, and I guess where we really need to, have, I guess, cut out the ruling classes of both um, this country, but also ruling classes um, in states abroad, places like uh, in Angola, where there's like there's very low taxation, and this it's um, the state is 
um, basically survives by leasing land to international oil companies and gets huge um, profits for that, whereas um, Angolan workers see nothing of the rewards for that. But um, obviously, like, are really key players in that. And if we're going to see, like, in a an emancipatory Green New Deal, one that actually really empowers workers. I think that's something that we have to see on an international perspective and see, like, make the links between trade unions in this country and trade and workers in whether that be in Angola, in Tanzania, wherever like those relationships are. Because I think we can't really avoid the globalized aspect of it when we're talking about solar panels and the raw materials coming from all over the world. It has an international impact. So we really have to make sure that international bond of workers is there. I think that's how we create a system that is not exploitative, but can actually work in conjunction and make sure that green progress in this country doesn't come at the expense of workers in other countries. Um, so yeah, so I think that I highlights how the, the challenge, but also the real oppor- opportunity of a Green New Deal um, to empower workers. Um, yeah, I think in terms of, I'll talk a little bit finally about like how we, yeah, I've been running the campaign, like what we see as youth strikers, like how I guess where we're aiming um, with Green New Campaign and involving trade unions. Um, yeah, again, like we are forced into this position from uh, the point of crisis, but also recognize we have lots to learn. And I think I, yeah, very much welcome comments and really appreciate uh, the discourse. Um, so we've been like, working on like set of transitional demands and recognizing that like union activity labor movement is at a very low point in this country um and that's especially shocking i think for our generation it's really difficult to approach like having grown up um in the 21st century it's not we've never seen a labor movement and i think amongst our generation it's really difficult to um yeah like to almost it's like we're talking about the youth strikers and like really trying to talk about how valuable and how powerful organized labor can be, but it's just not something that's present or like it's not talked about and it's not really in the consciousness as a political force. But I think maybe through the, hopefully through the Green New Deal, that's something that can be rekindled. Um, and I think that really comes at like a local level and like genuine like personal relationships and conversations between. Um, trade unionists and socialists and youth strikers. Um, I think there's two directions. I think one from youth strikers being like the urgent and um, loud voice for climate action. But I also think um, like youth strikers are not all, it's very political. Like I think there is a strong anti-capitalist sentiment, but that is not exclusive. And I don't think that all, it's not that all youth strikers have, um, they're not on strike because they've read Marx, they're on strike maybe because they've seen their friends on strike, but that is also, that is all, but the fact that they're still there is a real opportunity to actually like talk about socialist ideas, talk about the labor movement. And um, I think that discourse, like that exchange goes both ways between trade unionists and youth strikers. Um, so having those local level of like, just the real relationship is really important. Um, and yeah, I guess we'll talk more about September. Um, I think that's where it's at between like the complexities of it actually with I'm quite I'm quite like 
I'm quite I'm impressed and assured to, to know that it's not just like two of us in, in the organisation thinking about these questions. It's actually it, it's it's dispersed a lot wider, and, and that's that's really that's that's that is promising. Um, I think uh, there's 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 a problem that we can reduce the the question of linking the things that are going on, which are good and promising but inadequate. Uh, to seeing them like, like as a, a strategic like goal is like linking them to the unions because the unions are important, and I think that 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 understates the understates the problem and it is actually like a it's it's, it's unmarxist actually like to, 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 to it's it's not that the unions are important it's that they're they're central they're instrumental to 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 to, en to anything happening in 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 the in the way that. We at the level that we wanted to change, um, I think think things 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 will change, but it's nowhere near the nowhere near the rate of speed uh, that we need in terms of like there's this twelve year eleven year window, there's there's all sorts of tipping points being breached. Um, I don't I, I, we're not gonna we're not gonna meet that without the working class. Taking centre stage without it, without it, like you know, stepping on, stepping back onto the on, on onto the stage, and I think just to see the unions as some kind of important actor in this understates that, and actually, it it's not uh, that is that is our perspective. Our perspective is that they're totally instrumental to, to this question, uh, and some of the ideas about how to get them involved, I think, are good. Um, I hadn't thought of. Um, this idea about like, for instance, like a a, a local co a, a local committee of unionists and uh, like student activists or whatever to 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 oversee the progress on these things and to and and, and to to demand that 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 it happens and actually it's important that the, the people with the, the the technical knowledge and the, the agency to, to to change these things are like the people that make it happen. This this. This is this is an important argument about workers' control. Um, all right, so yeah, um, <laughs> there's quite a lot to talk about, isn't there? Um, <laughs> like, I think I think this this thing about a green capitalism is actually quite important. It's quite it's quite it's we haven't got time to get into it properly, but I think the thing what what's going on. Um, I think the. the, the, the Britain's quite backwards on on, on on the climate issue. I'm 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 not I'm not here to say like Europe is great. Like I I, I don't think it's that simple. Like if you look what's happened in Germany, you've had a, you've had a, a, a real move away from uh, away from generating their own electricity on coal. They still do that, but actually what 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 they do instead is that they export they export the coal. They still mine it and they export it. So like it, like there's there's different institutional arrangements which which I think. Out of which you can you could see the possible of like a, a more green capitalism coming, at, and I think I, 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 I think in in places it's happening uh, to to some extent, but like in the UK and to the US, like they're they're going in they're not, they're not going in that direction yet. So like there's so it's, it's obviously a, a slightly different question. Um, yeah, and like I haven't really got time to argue about this this growth stuff, but I think it's. I think I think it is important that we have that as our horizon, and that that's that's part of the discussion 
when we talk about eco-socialism, it's quite interesting that the, 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 the Labour for a Green New Deal campaign talks about eco-socialism. I think maybe it, it does the term a disservice, but actually it's, 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 in, it's interesting that something quite reformist and quite wet could, could popularise something which is actually a, a, a radical idea, which is just like not really been in, in the public before, apart from in an obscure way. Uh, it, 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 it's our job to reclaim that, and, and, and part of that, I'd, I'd say, is is saying that for things to happen, we need to make a, a, a social revolution. To make that happen, we need to we need to empower workers. Uh, that's and that's like the, the long and short of it. So yeah, a few things. Um, appreciate my sister picking me up on the issue of like the twelve years narrative and how like yeah we all care about it now when it affects us. But this is a system that has been like. Is consistently been doing the same thing, and like the historical context is so important to look at. I think things like um, the back mentioned about like this like thinning thing and about like cold warming. I think yes, like we can look at this in terms of warming and like uh, concentration of carbon in the atmosphere, but it's also about like exploitative relationships and like yeah biodiversity loss. And I think it's much deeper than just climate change and like like temperatures and. Um, yeah, carbon concentrations. It is also about like capitalist worker relationships and that extraction, both of workers and um, and the environment. Um, and then, yeah, I guess we talk about growth um, and renewables. I guess Zach was talking about this, like when we expand renewables, that's great. But I think what's almost more important than expansion of renewables is are we dismantling fossil fuels? Because if we're it's great, we new like the level of fossil fuel consumption that we have at the minute is the problem and building more renewables doesn't take that away and doesn't take away the level of like emissions from pre-existing fossil fuels um, which even themselves are still growing so I think and then yeah at the front mentioned how there is trillions um, invested in fossil industry I think there's a huge huge um, like power nexus to overhaul and that is that is like that is a massive challenge to pre-existing power um, I think that's one struggle we have in the campaign is sort of identifying where that power nexus is that we target and identifying it between the state and between corporations and like where we focus our calls and where we call for change. Um, so I guess that's like a challenge that we're still working out and trying to explore. I think, yeah, as we've mentioned as well, the role of the state in this transition, I think, like, and yeah, I can definitely argue for, like, we're at the point where we can't just let this slowly evolve it's it's way beyond that and it's about yeah i guess so, so on one hand in this country we need like state-led immediate action but also i guess it comes in couple with like luke saying about the social revolution that maybe we need a bit of both and it's about empowering workers but it also can't come about without a strong state-led um transition um yeah on the are there yeah i guess on the next the smaller scale of that is on local councils and this is tricky. I went with some other climate strikers to talk to pretty right-wing Labour leader of the Newcastle City Council, um, who we asked to have a meeting with about issues, and he approached us, let's great, let's work together, but basically has zero ideas, showed us some charts where emissions are coming from, and said, yeah, like, what are we going to do? And we're like, well, we're not here to tell you what to do, and there's like, there is an issue definitely, like, of... Um, 
so yeah, these carbon zero targets being met, but the actual ideas and policies and like how that physically comes about is still, I think, a long way off, despite all these climate emergency and carbon zero targets. Um, on the carbon zero, zero carbon, um, I couldn't give you a definitive answer to that, to be honest. Um, I think the like carbon zero, uh, I don't know, I think what it's, I don't know the wording for it, but what the focus is that. Net, yeah, I think it's, it's accepting that some carbon emissions are pretty unavoidable, but that they can be, there is a level which is balanced by like what is absorbed by um, like carbon sinks or forests and wetlands and like getting that to a point where like the net emissions are zero, I think is my understanding of the target. Um, yeah, I, so yeah, I'll finish there because of time. But um, yeah, lots of questions, lots to learn, so I think it's the most important. <laughs>